It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. Listen in as they discuss a variety of topics, such as our history with Transformers, a new retrospective for the podcast, and the future of the MCU. since you picked Ghost in the Shell 2017 here. Um, just yesterday, I started listening to the Wicked City commentary. Live action or animation? Live action. And I just finished listening to it this morning, so it's kind of a funny coincidence that uh, now we're doing another anime uh, live action ad- adaptation. Well, this is... Um, I'm probably going to go into it more in the commentary itself, or not even in the intro of it, but this is the... Um, Unfortunately, new series of ours. Yet another brand new series. Oh. <laughs> which is Hollywood adaptations of anime. That's so funny. I was thinking of that earlier. That's why I brought it up. I was yeah. like, is this going to be our next series? <laughs> this is the next series. Um, and I didn't even realize it when I picked it. I was like, oh, oops. Well, I guess we're starting <laughs> with this because my, my dumb logic is... so. Akira was the film that was the breakthrough film that kind of got anime into America. But there's no film that there's there's no adaptation Hollywood adaptation of uh, Akira except for maybe Chronicle. So we're going mm-hmm. with this one instead. Sure, that one's only in name only. Uh, this is fully like well, some may say in name only, but yeah, I guess we'll debate that. But yeah, what are some other ones? For the series here. Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's that one. Yeah. Yep. I guess Aeon, uh, Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux. Yeah, which I own somewhere in my collection. The eventual release of Metal Gear Solid. Is that... that was not a video game-based movie. Or was it an anime first? Metal Gear Solid? Oh, wait. Never mind. Yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm getting my things mixed up. Um, yeah, there was one in my... Alita? Was that... Was that an anime ever? Yes, yeah, Battle Angel Lita. Yeah, 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 there we go. There's That'll one. be the perfect time so I for me to do my uh to do the animation as well. That'll be great. Or the OVA, excuse me. Go back to the ultra violent A rated basement. Oh yeah, it's been a while. Do that one. Um Oh crap, what else? Oh, kite. That's right, kite. Although I think I should save that one before I show you and Michaela kite the other OVAs, which are also ultra-violent A-rated basements. Oh, cool. I'm gonna quickly look it up. Yeah, it's got... It's a South African film, so I don't know if that counts, but it's got Samuel L. Jackson, so that's my, like... Oh. That's my reasoning oh. for it. Did they do one for Berserk? Or am I thinking of another show? They did a live-action Berserk show, I think, in Japan. Oh, yeah, and I guess I mean movies. I know they did a Bleach show, but... No... 
Which one am I thinking of? Oh, I'll see if it pops up here. It's from a director that I even like. I was curious to check it out. Oh yeah, Speed Racer. Oh yeah, that yeah no that counts. That 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 certainly counts. First Wachowski's film we'll be doing. Oh, Death Note was what I was thinking of. Who directed that again? That was what I was also thinking of. I was about to say it, Death Note. Yeah, I meant that instead of Berserk. I just uh, who directed that? Let me see. And that's a property. Um, what else is there? There's probably plenty of others. Yeah, probably. Probably some other obscure ones like The Wicked City that we wouldn't have known of. Be like, oh crap, what is this? That's not Hollywood though. That's uh, I said specifically said Hollywood. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Yeah, because again, if we go into that, you could literally watch. Uh, there's one on Netflix always there. It's called Gantz. Oh no, wait, that's no, that's not. Is that live action? Yeah, I think that's CGI. That's CGI. Never mind. That's like barely there. Oh yeah, it was Adam Wingard. That's right. When I was like, because I was very briefly a fan of his after uh, the guest and you're next okay and then he put out uh, the blair witch project and death note the same year or the next year interesting and i was like i don't like this guy anymore <laughs> now he did godzilla versus kong so i've turned around him again so <laughs> wait a minute that guy did oh, interesting okay yep all right well i mean i like godzilla versus kong so this is okay yeah, I'm very hit or miss with this guy, but hopefully he'll keep making stuff I like. But Let's see. Ooh, what else is there? Oh, I guess if we're doing a minor speakeasy here, there was another thing I was going to mention. I was thinking about The Wicked City, and I was like, I kind of want to rewatch this. Then I started to wonder, has there been any movies that we've covered that I've rewatched? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, 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 yeah, I know. Um, not, not that, but just going back, there's um, Fist of the North Star with Malcolm McDowell. Oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Oh. And then there's also the Giver with Mark Hamill. Oh, I did not realize that was an anime first. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of similar to Wicked City live action, where it's kind of direct-to-video and uh, kind of B-movie. It's in the 90s. Interesting. Yeah, I know, I know the movie. I just had no idea it was uh, had an anime connection. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, oh wait, no, that's a video game. I was about to say Street Fighter. I'm like, oh wait, no, <laughs> video game. Blurring the lines, man. Blurring the lines. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time lines blurred. Uh, but go on, sorry. Oh, now I was just scrolling through all of our stuff, trying to get to the bottom. Can you think of any off the top of your head that you've uh, rewatched? <laughs> uh, I will say that I will be shortly going back to rewatch The Medallion. Hmm. Oh, I know one for you. Uh, the Empire Strikes Back. Because didn't you say you saw it in the theater? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was like last year year before i don't remember now no we're basically uh fools because we keep trying to bring out new material that we forgot to watch old material or at least i do i don't know about you well we cover a lot of weird like obscure stuff and so some of it i just don't really have much interest in going back to anytime soon <laughs> i don't know if we do i actually know what king legend of the sword no i just passed that i was like i should really fucking go back and rewatch that like that one i see from time to time on tv so and i'm always just like again it always brings a smile on my face Nice. I mean, what's? I mean, there's obviously some that I said I will never go back to watch. Yeah, Star Wars Holiday Special. I was thinking. Uh, I guess there was that. Yeah, that wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the first thing that popped in my head. Don't think I'll watch Banana Splits again. Yeah, I probably won't watch it again either. I'm trying to think of recent ones. It was fine for a one-time watch, but yeah, maybe like ten years from now, I'll be like, oh, I would, I would mind watching that again. I mean, yeah, ten years later. Dang. 
Yeah, I'm blanking. I can't really think of anything. I, I mean, my collection stuff, yeah, I kind of said I wasn't going back to watch Hobo with a Shotgun or with um, uh, Man with the Iron Fists. Mm. Besides, I already found a movie that um, replaces both of those instantly. Oh, which one? Oh, I'll, I'll don't, oh, do not worry. I, uh, it's a uh -oh. pick. Secret pick? See, well, I got, I don't know, secret pick, but a future pick, let's put it that way. <laughs> sure. That sounds great. It, it literally has everything I want in a movie. Or at least oh, wanted I'm from, pumped. like, a movie similar to those two I mentioned. Well, I'm definitely excited for when it shows up. Yeah, you know, scrolling through here, I don't think there's been anything that I revisited since we covered it. But to be fair, we've been... I mean, it's not like we covered it all that long ago unless we go back to, like, Leviathan. <laughs> or, uh, the Swamp Things. I guess I should watch The Return of Swamp Thing again. Uh, yeah, and also I wouldn't mind watching Toxic Avenger again. Just because I know you want to do more of those. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot about that. I wanted to jump into more trauma. That'd be a good thing to do with Johnny. Oh, that certainly would be. That'd be great. Yeah, the next one I wanted to pull out was Sergeant Kabuki Man, uh... I think it's NYPD, and I think Johnny would 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 get a kick out of that. <laughs> Keep that one on the list. Sure. I have to see if it ever shows up on uh, YouTube for free. So that's kind of the struggle with Johnny. He's trying to find stuff. Is either that or we have to go to your house? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess we can certainly say this is the combined. It's a combination between Civil War and... But MCU hasn't really touched something like this, have they, eh? Um... In what way do you mean? I don't think any... I don't think any uh, superhero movie has tackled a whole, like, team of villains yet. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, I guess they're setting it up now. Sorry, no live-action movie... I mean, so, sorry, no live-action superhero movie... At least in North America, maybe America itself. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll specify where. Has yet to showcase a entire roster full of villains fighting the anti or the protagonists. Well, actually, there is there has been one, but I don't know how much it counts. But uh, the Brotherhood of Mutants. Yeah, I guess you're right on that. I guess you're right on that. Yeah, I mean, it. they were all kind of like super-duper mid-tier, I would say. Certainly. But... No, you're right, you're right. I am I am incorrect. You got me on that one. Um, but, alright, so with the MCU, the MCU has yet to do this. Yeah, and DC still has yet to, to do it, too. Maybe one of these days. On their animated front, certainly. And, yeah, same with Marvel on their animated front in uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. But Sony has certainly been trying and trying and, and desperately trying. Either it's, I don't know if it's Sony or if it's Avi Arid who wants to just get, no, maybe not. I don't know. Just all of a sudden, I feel like there was a whole fetish that they wanted to showcase like the Sinister Six. Oh, yeah. It's it's so weird. I don't, I don't know why all of a sudden it was like there's the Venom fetish and then there's the Sinister Six fetish. No, I'm pretty sure that was Avi Arad. Yep. Because he's been pushing for it in the Raimi days. He was like, oh, maybe we can build up to this. And Raimi didn't have any interest. I mean, like, I don't know if you want to play with your toys, but, like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, he's one of those types. But... Zack Snyder or something. <laughs> There's so many things I want to see that will never happen. That's why fanfiction exists. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's awful for me to say, but, like, you know, you could always just do that. 
And then you could, you know, explore your fetish. I was going to say, uh, did they show Suicide Squad when we went to go see Old, the new trailer? No, they did not. Oh, so you haven't seen the new trailer yet? They showed the one at um, Mortal Kombat, though, right? Yeah, but they recently released a new one. Oh, okay. And that doesn't count because they're not fighting, uh, like, the Justice League. Yeah, yeah, no, that doesn't count in that way. I just remembered that I saw the new trailer. It was before Snake Eyes, actually. That makes sense. And it was a pretty... It was a much better trailer than what I'd seen in the previous ones. The previous ones, I was like, ah, like, it's not really telling me what's going on, and the tone is kind of weird, but... All over the place. Yeah, the new one definitely seems better. Well, I just... I, I wonder, should we... Should I watch David Ayer's movie first in order to follow up, like, you know, what's going to happen in this one, or no? Uh, I'm not. I don't really think there's any connection, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I was also going to say, uh, what would you think of the Candyman trailer? I'd, I'd seen that trailer on YouTube. I It just randomly popped up one day, and it's like, you know what? May, without thinking my whole, like, embargo on trailers when it comes to these kind of movies, it was like I, I hadn't thought of it. And so it doesn't, it's, it's okay. Like I'm, or not, not the trailer. I mean, but I was like, ah, looking back on it, it's fine. And I already saw it twice, you know, in the past two days Mm. and it's the same one. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm going to expect. Yeah. As a Candyman, at least viewer, I don't know if I could say necessarily a fan. I like that first film, but that's about it. But they, they corrected so many of my problems with the franchise, so it might end up being one of the best ones, if not the best one. In just a trailer alone. Just a trailer alone, I was like, okay, there's a complaint that I had ticked away. There's another complaint that I had they got rid of. Like, are you sure? Because there could be a lot of other ones that you can complain about that are in the movie still. I hope not, but... They already told me what Candyman's origin is going to be, which is much better than the original origin, which was always a problem for me. I remember in one of our speakeasies. Yeah, they already got rid of the got rid of the blonde white woman element, which is another big problem of mine. So I'm like, there's two big ones just completely gone right away, and now they're focusing solely on a black character, more focused on the black community. Hopefully, so I'm like, there's another problem that I had gone away because it was so weird, being like, this is all about the black community, but we're gonna have a completely like white lens, and <laughs> most of the secondary characters are gonna be white, and all the victims are gonna be black. That's real weird. <laughs> it looked like in the trailer there are still some white people in it, but it's probably predominantly black-led. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, which, which is definitely an improvement. It's always strange. It made it seem like the black people were more like the like the weird, like um. It just made them seem different. Hmm. Almost separate. Yeah, separate. And they were all like super poor black people, and victims. Oh and boy. So it just it created a weird dynamic that i never was comfortable with but that's not happening under jordan peele nope nope which is yeah of those uh other two movies there are uh, trailers that we saw last night was the oh one? the green knight yeah green been, knight i was so pumped for that last year because i was like oh a24 they got a new one coming out i love dev patel like this looks excellent and then i just forgot about it once it got pushed back until <laughs> nice <laughs> the trailer started and I was like holy crap here's a movie I really want to see but then it turned out there was that other one with Matt Damon and uh, uh, Adam Driver you know that uh, what's his name Ben Affleck's in it oh yeah Affleck yeah I forgot he was in that too I think is that one of is that his film oh I I don't know actually yeah maybe he directed that that'd be cool 
I feel like it is, just because he's in it, so I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's attached to this somehow. Like, if he's either writing or producing this of some sort. It's so funny, though. Like, you, we, we first see the last duel. I think that's what it's called. Yep. And then it's it's set in what looks to be France, or, you know, Normandy back in the day. And then they show Notre Dame. And then in The Green Knight, we see Notre Dame as well. I'm like, okay, what, that can't be a coincidence. <laughs> Yeah, that, that is kind of funny. It was funny that they paired those two trailers up, too. Just oh, no, he didn't direct it. Okay. It was actually Ridley Scott. Wow, they did not push that in the trailer at all. The Last Duel. Didn't he do what was called The Duelist? He did, yeah. That was his first film. That's, like, the, immediately when they said, like, The Last Duel, I was like, okay, Ridley Scott made a duelist. Is something called The Duelist. Is that, like, a reference to this? And <laughs> Wow. It's weird they weren't pushing him in the, the trailer, like, director of Gladiator, like, or something like that. Yeah. Wait, well, I'll, I'll go see it. It seems interesting. Yeah, it looked good. Both, all, I think all the trailers actually look good for the movies that we saw. There's Last Duel, there was Green Knight, there was uh, Candyman. What was that last one? I just yeah, well, I just saw it again this afternoon. What was it? Yeah, what was that one? Um, oh, yeah, they did a weird, like interview with um david harbour and oh yeah florence uh Pugh. yeah yeah it was uh yeah it was bad <laughs> i feel i feel bad for david harbour i've had every like bad interaction with him uh, but he just seems like a genuinely honest humble man yeah and he's really good in in stranger things i mean yeah hellboy um he's probably the probably the second best part of black widow it's unfortunate they turn him into like the comedy relief character but he, he plays it well that's fair. i mean yeah he doesn't seem like a, a bad guy or not bad guy he just he everything like looking okay, not to sound like you know new age or anything like that but like you know looking at his aura he looks like he seems like a genuinely honest like nice guy yeah he he does all like the interviews and stuff and he just seems super happy that his career took off this way yeah, oh, wow. he he was in the uh, the old Suicide Squad. Huh. Did not realize that. Seriously, I gotta look for him then. Dexter Tolliver. Huh. Don't know who that is. It's <laughs> not KG Beast, is it? No, that's somebody else. Huh. I wonder who he was in that. That's weird. And that's right when Stranger Things releases, eh? Yep. Oh, that's like the same year. Oh wow. That's like after the fact. Holy smokes. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in Quantum of Solace. Hmm. Wow. Retroignition, man. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it looks like he didn't really have much of a career before Stranger Things, around 2016. He's doing very very bit parts kind of things. Very much a character actor, eh? Yep. Yeah, I guess they haven't known, re- known really what to do with him since then, but... Yeah. Maybe, maybe his character will keep coming back in the MCU, I don't know. I mean, did he not get snapped out that's the question uh well i mean you know everyone came back i mean <laughs> all from the blip do i though do i uh, they couldn't it was it was set up immediately once we saw everyone that they were taken out yeah here's my question is chichala back um well he's gonna be in the what if series voiced by whom exactly chadwick boseman it's the last thing he did before he died oh golly Rest in peace, buddy. Recorded his episode of that. 
Yeah, and Robert, I just saw a trailer for it today. Robert Downey Jr. is in it. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be weird watching that that series. And I'll just say, I, I had no excitement for that series at all. I was like, what do I care about a what-if show? Like, I mean, eh, it's animated, too. I mean, maybe, and it's, like, CGI animated, too. So I was like, ah, like, what do is I it, care about Is this? it, okay, is it, um, is it Polygon Pictures? Um, let me take a look. Oh, but I was going to say I had no interest until Loki. Because Loki sets it up. Oh, golly. And it's apparently a show that's in continuity. So, now I'm very curious. I mean, as long as as long as long the Watcher is kind of part of that, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I scrolled down to see what the who, who made it. And the first thing on Wikipedia, Jeffrey Wright stars as the Watcher. <laughs> I mean, good choice. Right? I'm... I don't want to say I'm on point tonight, but, like, what's going on? <laughs> I guess... <laughs> I guess I'm a very simple-minded person. <laughs> I I call I called old. Okay, that's that's enough of my accomplishments. Hmm. Apparently, the production companies are Squeeze and Flying Bark Productions. Never heard of those two. Yeah, never heard of either one. Yeah, the one the little bit that I saw in the trailer, I was not a fan of the animation at all. It's like that weird. Um, uh, how do I describe it? Does it look like Avengers Assemble? Um, no, it looks like, it looks a little bit like the Godzilla animated series, but not quite, just with that same kind of glossy, glowy. Oh, wait, Godzilla the, Godzilla the animated series? Like the Godzilla Earth, I should say. Oh. Since there's that new one. <laughs> I'm like, they went back to the, the, the ugly puke in Godzilla the animated series? Holy smokes. No, no not that bad. <laughs> yeah, but like that glossy very much computer animation but it's, it's not quite like that i don't know how to describe it well i i know what you mean is does it look knock off cora no i i don't think so because the marvel's spider-man tv series from 2017 is knock off cora interesting mm. yeah w- once you see it you you can't unsee it sure. and even and even shira uh, also kind of looks a bit knock off Korra, but it, not in, like, a bad way. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the animation for that show. It's DreamWorks, so they may have been using similar artists from Voltron, which was made by Studio Miri. The guys who did Korra. Hmm. Or Mir, excuse me. Miri. Oh. Since you mentioned, uh, Voltron. This isn't, this isn't exactly tied, but I finally watched Transformers the movie. I watched it about two weeks ago. 86? Yep, 86. Oh my goodness, what'd you think? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I love the animation. To- some of Toy's best animation I've ever seen, and I've not seen a lot of it. I thought the music was fun, but sometimes was a little bit too much. But uh, the plot just didn't do too much for me. That's fair. And I don't have any experience with the TV series, so that's probably, probably why. But yeah, I was a little let down by it, but... It was still a great visual piece, but like that film, man, that was that was an amazing film when I saw it as a kid. Does it still hold up? That's my question. I have yet to see it in a while, but I still think it does. Mostly, maybe for the fanboy in me, hmm. but it is basically a passing of the torch movie, and the biggest like, okay, we gotta move past these characters and 
these toys and get bring in new toys. That's literally all it is. It's a giant <laughs> toy movie, but I don't know. It added a lot. Like you, you really, yeah. Uh, this is where like everything from forever of Transformers like started. Mm. Like G one, like the TV series did a lot. The movie was like is still having like there's still shockwaves of that movie today. Like we have not gotten away from it. Like that movie I wanted wanted to see by Michael Bay. And obviously I I never want to see that by Michael Bay, but I've always wanted to see something like Unicron, like on screen. Even though like him as CGI would do, you know, this version on Injustice. Did they end up doing Unicron in the the Babe Transformers movies? I don't know what they did after. I have no ideas. I have, like, absolutely no idea. Yeah, you've only seen up to the third one, right? Fourth. And oh, I'm okay. barely even remembering what that one was, because <laughs> one, Megatron's trying to use the AllSpark to, I guess, just take over the universe. I don't, I don't remember fully. Um, two, the Fallen's using that Star Harvester weapon to oh. take out the sun. And then three, Sentinel Prime is using transwarped, or yeah, was it? Oh, space bridge technology to bring Cybertron to Earth. And then four is Lockdown doing something. <laughs> is that the dinosaur one? That's the one with the Dinobots. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, they showed up in the mo- in the the original '86 movie. Was '86 or '87? It's '86. Oh, okay. And they were in the TV series prior, so it's not like they weren't like brand mm-hmm. new characters. The new characters there were uh, Hot Rod, whatever Spike's kid was named was Daniel. Um, I forgot the old man. Was Ultra Magnus in there? I think he was. I don't remember if Blur was in there or not. Most of those Decepticons, once you know Unicron remakes. Galvatron or makes Galvatron, excuse me, are, are brand new. And yeah, what else was there? Oh yeah, but uh, I'll, I guess I'll run to the wash for them. Yeah, we can we can start this up here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they go into a lot of, or they expand a lot of stuff from the movie and the IDW stuff. That'll be a fun read one day. Really, I honestly think that. My Little Pony the movie, like Gen 4 the movie, so the one from 2017, is just Transformers 86. <laughs> Except not used to sell toys, but it follows almost the exact same plot if you think about it. <laughs> like, let's see, characters get depowered. Um, though there is no, like, sudden magical object um, as the AllSpark. That was never established beforehand. I forgot to mention that, that the AllSpark was established in that the first time. Or, not the AllSpark. The Matrix of Leadership, excuse me. That had never been in anything prior. But there's none of that in the MLP movie. I think it's more the journey, I think, where they have to go... There's a journey in 86, but it's kind of loosely there. It's more like they're trying to escape from the Decepticons and Unicron and basically gather allies learn about who Unicron is and then they're gonna go take him on and Unicron died epically both are just absolutely beautiful movies by the way 
fact that MLP goes 2D, which is fantastic, and 3D as well. Don't remember if there's any 3D effects in 86. Yeah, each each character or each film they meet new characters. So there's the well, Weirdell's not in MLP the movie, but he is in the show. And you know both are Hasbro line products. Oh, and the ponies meet those pirates. They meet that cat. They meet oh, they meet the sea ponies for pit's sake. <laughs> Seahorses, which. Seriously, when I was going through the show initially, I'd never thought of that. <laughs> Just to briefly cut in, this next section of the podcast was recorded maybe a month or, or so later, so you may notice a little bit of um, <laughs> inconsistency with uh, the first side of the conversation in this one, but I figured that they were related enough that I should probably just pair the two of them up. Oh golly, here and now is... um is when we're informally announced we're doing a similar retrospective to Star Wars, and that's all came out of just Transformers, I guess. Yeah, just me watching them, just choosing, because I was like, what's a franchise that I can watch where I don't have to actually pay attention and I can edit while I'm watching them? So I picked Transformers. (laughs) Because it it was for my podcast, too. I was like, which of these uh, leftover franchises that I've been putting off? And I watch that I don't have to pay too much attention to. Oh, and now I'm doing G.I. Joe as well. Now I'm doing, doing that. <laughs> I like, um, I went back and started listening to Eric's commentary of Transformers 07. And mm. he makes a really fair argument that the all the army guys, all the soldiers in the beginning of the first movie, are subtly G.I. Joe characters. I'm like, oh, I can totally see it. Now that you mention it, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Hmm. Like, going into that, it's like, wow, that makes perfect sense. Man, I hated those. Remember, I, I can't remember what commentary it was, but I started talking about it. I was like, I, I've turned away from military characters as leads. Because so much of the time, they're just these bland, empty nothings. And we're only supposed to oh. care because they're like, he's a hero. He's in the military. And I'm like, there's nothing there. He's just a bland, empty vessel. It wasn't national security, was it? It might have been. <laughs> And I cited uh, Godzilla 2014. I don't remember what else I cited. But Transformers absolutely should be cited as well. They keep bringing that fucking guy back and he's never anything at all. No presence as an actor, just this flat, empty person. Not the person, but the, the character, I should say. The actor, you mean. The actor. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's good in other things. I don't know. It's Everyone's kind of... Either they're really flat or they're like dialed up to 11 comedy character i've never seen him in anything else me neither <laughs> oh he's unfortunately josh dunham is supposed to be built up as like this action star and it might have been like his gateway to come an action star heck he could have just asked tyrese to be in a fast and the furious movie that probably would have like saved his career oh yeah yeah, that guy was, I mean, he was not very good in the Transformers movies, except for that first one, but yeah, he was fun in Fast and the Furious stuff. I was surprised he showed up in uh, Transformers 3. I gotta, say, I gotta say Transformers 3 and not, like, 3, um, thinking it's the third Fast and the Furious movie. I mean, not not that one. Because <laughs> that, was, that was Tokyo Drift, and he wasn't in that one. Mm. Yeah, I remember liking Tokyo Drift. I only saw it the one time when it came out. 
Oh, apparently that Josh Dunham guy sent Jupiter's Legacy. Oh yeah, that yeah that Mark Millar uh, that Mark Millar product um, that's now on Netflix and is a TV show or a show. Excuse me. Uh, maybe he'll be good. I've got nothing against the guy. I've never read Jupiter's Legacy, and I wanted to say Ascending for some reason, but like that's the first thing that comes to my mind. When I first saw it, I was like, "Holy crap!" He was in that trash too, and then I was like, "Oh wait, that's not Jupiter Ascending." <laughs> that's uh, that that has the character that he's supposed to be based off of in Transformers, which is a um, what is it, Duke, I guess, from GI Joe, which is played by um, Channing Tatum. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, it's not to interconnect everything. Yeah, and I just recently watched the cartoon, the GI Joe, the movie. And you know what? This is going to... I don't know if it's going to piss you off, but I actually kind of like that more than I liked uh, Transformers the movie. Like Rise of Cobra or... No, oh, the, the animated oh. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's fine. Yeah, I felt like there was a little bit more plot and a little bit more character, and that's why I liked it more. Oh, that's fair. Even though it was terrible, too. But... <laughs> well, I can't call either one of them terrible. They just were kind of silly. They're products me. of their time. Yeah, but G.I. Joe also had Sergeant Slaughter. So I was like, hey, here we go. I mean, that's that's a plus. That's, a, my buddy. that's a plus, I guess. And I just recently watched, I think it was the 1993 Royal Rumble. Oh, where he golly. debuted as his like, racist, like, Iranian character. He <laughs> was like, uh, we're going to take over America. I'm working with these guys now. I'm Sergeant Slaughter. And I was like, oh, my God, like this feels so racist. <laughs> Then he turned up in the G.I. Joe thing. I had no idea that he had a connection to that franchise, so. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, some of those wrestlers weren't in other franchises. Like, you, you totally see a wrestler being in, like, He-Man, for instance, or even Thundercats. Oh, yeah, that, that would have been cool. Maybe the Ultimate Warrior could have showed up in Thundercats. I believe he would have blended in. Oh, it would have made so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to uh, on the other channel when we eventually get to that, is the Thundercats 2011 show. It's it's pretty pretty interesting. I'll say that. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Well, I anxiously await. It's uh, it's got some Avatar connections. That's why. I just realized that you remember how in Ultimate in the Ultimate Universe they made Reed, the writers made Reed Richards a bad guy. Yep. I don't understand why they haven't done that with Ant-Man. Like, like he literally could almost have like the same mentality as like he he like he'd almost have the whole like like an ant mentality of like okay we're gonna have drones here we're gonna have the workers here like you can almost see him like being on the verge of an anti-hero slash like full-on villain. Hmm. They should do that as a what if episode. What if Ant-Man was a villain? I actually just watched the Chadwick Boseman episode uh, last so, night. So, yeah, what's your thoughts on um, on the on that new series? Which also, sorry to interrupt as well. Uh, Shang Chi comes on on Friday. Yeah, and I'm gonna be seeing it. Yeah, opening night. Anyway, so what if? I watched the first episode. It was what if um, Peggy Carter became Captain America instead of Steve? Mediocre to its core. <laughs> And with some obnoxious uh, comedy where they turn... Both the What If episodes that I've seen 
turned a normal character into a Jar Jar Binks character. Uh-oh. And in the Peggy Carter one, it was... Um, oh, fuck. Um, I was going to say Sebastian Stan. Bucky. That's it. Bucky. He was the Jar Jar Binks character, and Sebastian Stan did not know how to play a Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> or he would deliver nonsense lines constantly, because he was the funny man, apparently. Mm. And then in um, the What If Episode 2 with Chad McBoseman, the Jar Jar Binks character was... Oh, I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Oh, fuck. This is... Uh... Do you remember in Guardians, um, Ronan had his like little crew that met Star-Lord in the beginning? Oh, with uh, Jamon, whatever his last name is. Yeah, I, I wish... I, I always love that guy from Blood Diamond. He gives like an almost Academy Award winning... Uh, a uh, performance in that movie. He's just brilliant. And I love him in. Uh, I like him. I really like him in Legend of the Sword. Yeah, you know he's he's a quality actor. Yep. And he was fine in Guardians, but not really stand out. So because um, the Chadwick Boseman episode is what if uh, T'Challa became Star Lord, they use him, and he's this completely over the top. Every single line he makes is a terrible joke. He's basically playing a Jar Jar Binks himself, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks in it, where he's like... So what it sounds like is... Oh, you go ahead. No, 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 you first, sorry. Oh, I was going to say where he's playing like a Star-Lord fanboy, where he's like, oh my god, it's Star-Lord. Oh, T'Challa, you're the king of the universe. Like, I've never met anyone more amazing than you. Oh, are we going to fight? Okay, I can't wait to see how brilliant you are. And me and you are best friends now for the rest of the episode. It was so terrible. I couldn't believe it. So what it sounds like is that... So the joke in Guardians is he doesn't know who Star-Lord is. So what do they do in the what-if? They make him the complete opposite and make it a flanderization and make him his only character trait of... Now he knows who Star-Lord is and he thinks he's like... This, this version of Star-Lord basically gets all the praise that he wants. That's the joke. Or the other one wanted, excuse me, if that's the makes sense. As simple and base and as annoying as that joke is, and they play it over. Well, it's gonna it's gonna appease the fans. That's the thing you have to realize. It's gonna appease the fans. And and yeah, that's that's what separates me and a lot of Marvel fans is a lot of MCU people just love that humor. Me, I find it it grates on me so bad. It's despicable. It's it's basic. It's not despicable. People enjoy comedies. People go see Adam Sandler comedies and they love them. Yeah, but those are despicable as well, except for, like, the early 90s ones, or the ones in the 90s. Uh, I don't know about despicable. I mean, they're just lighthearted trash. Name a funny name a funny Adam Sandler comedy in the last 20 years. I mean, I, I think I've told you this before. I went to go see uh, Revenge of the Fallen in the theater, right? The, th the whole theater... Yeah, oh, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the second one. It was like we were seeing, um, I don't know, a Monty Python movie in the theater. People were dying laughing the whole time. When it's when it ended, the whole theater stood up, gave a standing ovation. And I was sitting there the whole time feeling like an alien. I'm like, oh my god, how are they laughing at these jokes? They're so terrible. <laughs> okay, well those those jokes, as far as everybody tells me, are despicable. They are despicable, but people enjoy them, so are they really despicable? I mean, maybe we're just prudes or something, and we can't get... I guess I'll just say it's basic. It's like lowest form of uh, lowest common denominator. Yeah, and maybe I mean maybe humor doesn't have to be refined. I mean, 
Maybe saying that humor, that our sense of humor is refined is pretentious and douchebaggy. I don't know. I don't even want to say that. My hum sense of humor is not refined. It's kind of even lower than everybody else's, I'd say. I don't think mine is particularly either. I mean, I love fucking kids in the hall. <laughs> I mean, that stuff makes me laugh my ass off. But yet I sit in a theater and watch an MCU movie where they grind the whole fucking thing to a halt to be like, Oh, l listen to my sense of humor. Uh, or uh, listen to my st uh, sense of music and Doctor Strange with that whole fucking joke with uh, what was his name again? Ah, crap! I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Wong. Wong. There you go. Why do I know this? You remember that me that whole music bit? Uh, I and don't want to. me and you were sitting in the theater like, uh, I I think actually when we went to go see it. The whole theater wasn't laughing either. It was kind of like stifled laughter somewhere, but it was mostly awkward. Okay. Also, what did you think of the Spider-Man trailer? haven't watched it okay moving on um what do you is there anything you like about what if what's the animation like um like i said it's similar to the godzilla earth series um what do i like about it yeah you looked it up it, it's not polygon pictures yeah i don't know who does it i can't remember uh, what do i like about it um i don't know so far i don't really like anything about it i, I liked the concept initially but the whole Peggy Carter as Captain America thing. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think you know where I'm gonna go here, but they made it PC in kind of a stupid way because it was like, okay, Peggy Carter, Carter's Captain America, okay, whatever, this could be cool. I mean, it feels like non-essential, which is what I would say about the whole What If series so far. It's just it feels completely non-essential. But they had to insert this character who was like. Peggy Carter, Captain America, like, holy crap, we wasted all this money on this useless woman. A woman could never be a soldier. But it just felt so, like, tr like, just... Like, it just didn't ring true, like, the actor played it really stupidly, I thought. <laughs> and the whole arc of the episode just felt dumb. And they also turned Captain America into Iron Man. Which I was like, okay, like... Interesting. I, this is weird now. Okay. Yeah, and then t as T'Challa is Star-Lord, he was, like, he turned the Ravagers into, like, this heroic force that was, like, basically the Guardians of the Galaxy, going around, stopping all the crimes. And then it just turned into this, like, kind of dumb action piece with the Collector, and I was like, there's, there's like, nothing to any of these stories so far. Although we did get a really extended sequence with Howard the Duck, which, as you know, I was just... I was sitting there, like, kind of lax, like, oh, like, fuck, this is kind of dull, like, nothing's really happening. Is he still voiced by Seth Green? Still, yep, still Seth Green. And he was obsessed nice. with booze, and so I was like, Howard, me and you, brother, like, let's, uh, let's, uh, clink our glasses, like, me and you, Howard, I love you. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, fair, fair enough. Um, I was kind of looking at the, I was trying to get rid of some of the notifications on the Geekvolution Discord. And on the what if article, like, unfortunately, my brain did save some of those ideas, or at least some of the comments that they were, the guys were making and gals were making. And what it looks like is that, are they in the same continuity, or are they like each its own thing? They're each in its own thing, but it's all one continuity. Okay, I thought, I thought somebody said that this is a cool idea for them to like change the entire universe so that now they can like redo events from Infinity War. If they wanted to make a feature of it, they could. Because, do you want me to do you want me to spoil the end of Loki? I 
Do you care? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Spoilers for those who haven't okay. seen it yet. So the entire concept of Loki is, um, you haven't seen it, but in Endgame, a fuck-up happens. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, yeah, I guess so, but, like, um, is this gonna spoil Endgame? Because I do care about that. It only, uh, uh, accounts for Loki. Loki has a very okay, brief moment in Endgame. It's one sequence. Okay. Where the they have to go back in time in Endgame. I don't know if you know that. I heard about that. I don't know how they do it because there's only one thing that they that can do that, and that's the Time Stone, and that's currently with Thanos, well, so I have no idea how they do that, but whatever. I won't spoil that, but they have to go back in time. Yeah. And when they do, they fuck up. And Loki, um, back during Avengers manages to get the Tesseract. And he pops out of history. He goes off, he escapes from being locked up at the end of Avengers, and he goes somewhere else. And what happens to him in the Loki series is it turns out that there's a time force. Who Anyone who breaks the regular pattern of history, the, the proper flow, the holy timeline, they call it, they capture them, and they erase them from history. So Loki gets captured, and he fucks it all up. And he says, the Holy Timeline, screw that, no more Holy Timeline, multiverse. And so that's how What If happens, that's how we get Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, because Loki just fucked it all up. <laughs> and it's great. It's a great series. <laughs> I mean, as long as Tom Hilson's giving, like, the performance of his life, that's awesome. Among multiple other Lokis, which is really cool, surprisingly. Yeah, I heard the guy from Logan's in there as well. He sure is, and he's great. And I guess also from Rise of Skywalker. Forget his last name. Yeah, and Doctor Who. He played a doctor. He played two doctors. Yeah, Richard uh, Richard somebody. Yeah, Richard E. Grant. And he played a villain in Doctor Who. He's got a huge history with Doctor Who. He's a big uh, big figure in the franchise. But That's nice. So I was so happy to see him. And so happy that he gave such a great performance. I was like, oh, great for this guy that he's getting more, you know, more, more chance for people to see him and how good he is, but... Yeah, and, and he's actually not wasted potential um, in something like mm -hmm. that. That's pretty nice. Yeah, and so that's why, why I said earlier uh, when we talked previously about What If, that how it's still in continuity. Because everything that's happening in it is just all the ripples from Loki destroying the timeline. Oh, I mean, I was more thinking, are they in the same like continuity as like each other? So, like, is Peggy Carter as Captain America, is that still... Would that still be the case in uh, T'Challa if he was Star-Lord? Um, they may not be in the same universe, but they're all in one gigantic, um, exploding, you could say, universe. Because they're all tied in together. Man, like, just keep it in, like, a separate universe. Like, I don't have a problem with that. That seems like a cool idea. What? He just said he likes that idea. Well, I don't know. It's just, like, it's, it would be a cool idea. Because, like, most of the what-if stories in, like, the original comics, like, they don't cross over. There's one and done stories, and that's it. But I'll say this. It's very clear from the Loki series that this is building up to something that's going to... Because Loki unleashing this is sort of viewed as a big disaster that's going to have huge ripples among the franchise. And so I'm... And I know that um, Spider-Man's dealing with it, Ant-Man's going to deal with it, and Doctor Strange is definitely going to deal with it. So this is going to be their big arc. Okay, so what it sounds like to me, Kree Scroll War is gonna probably be like the the pseudo main threat. They're gonna build that up, and then it's gonna turn out it's not the case. It's gonna be false. 
um, it was like either halfway through the film or like the end of the first act, but the, the war is over, which would be really stupid. Like if they did it that way, but the true event of multiversity, even though that's a DC thing, um, <laughs> but whatever, but I don't even know. And I, I kind of assume that Scarlet Witch is going to go into that as well, but multiverse is going to somehow be the big threat, but it's like, well, what do you do after after, like, Era 2, what do you do after that? Like, you can't go anything beyond multiverse. Like, that's the final end-all, be-all. Um, like, what are you going to do? Crisis on Infinite Earths? Like, that's not your property. That's DC's property. I don't even know what they could do. Um, yeah, I honestly have no... I mean, that's the perfect way to bring in X-Men, because X-Men just loves its, like, alternate continuity for some reason. Honestly, I have no idea like what Marvel stories out there, and I'm ignorant in this. Part. I, mean, I know I'm like talking out of my rear and um, talking with my pants down when I say this, but I have no idea what story talks about multiversity. So I've always had the problem of DC. Like DC has the multiverse problem, and Marvel does have multiversity, but it never has that as like a threat. Uh, if you can still hear me, because your uh, your things disappeared for me. Oh, what did you hear me say last? Um, I mean, I was talking about what if, and then I was, went on a whole spiel about how, like, uh, was it Secret Invasion is not going to be what it's... It's going to be like a false ending or like a false build-up. Oh, that's funny. You know, I think I started talking about Secret Invasion 2, and then you started, you went silent, and I didn't realize <laughs> I was talking for a while, and I looked down, and I was like, oh, wait, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, I, was, then, uh, I, I went on to, like... So you, you go first with what you were talking about, excuse me. Let's Let's go with that. Well, I was gonna. What I said was, um, I think Secret Invasion is gonna deal with the whole Kree Skrull thing, and um, that's kind of that. Maybe they just made the wrong choice, and they were like, "Oh, actually, what we want to do is focus on multiverse, but we have this Skrull kind of thread dangling. Let's just deal with it in this series and then move on." That's what I was saying, but then I realized, like, "Oh wait, you're gone." <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to elaborate on that any further? Oh no, that's that's basically my theory at the moment. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do, but that's what so, I think happened. Yeah, either they give at least give two movies to the scrolls and Kree at least, um, maybe three. Make it a trilogy because I think that would probably work a little better. Because then you you have you deal with one side, then you deal with the other side, then you deal with the conflict. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but if they did only one movie, which they'll probably do, they. Two at like two acts into it, it's it's looking like the Kree Skull War, and then like third act, it just like ends, like it like not even like the start of the third act, it ends, and we deal with multiversity, and then like for the rest of the lineup of movies till like you know the veritable like Infinity War air quotes, we go to multiverse. Well, I I think maybe because you've been out of it, you haven't realized that they focused like next to nothing on the scrolls, the scrolls. <laughs> I don't actually... I think they realized that they fucked up with the Skrulls. And that nobody cared about fucking Captain Marvel. <laughs> and so they're like, uh, refocus. Um, so now they have two other avenues that they could focus on. I don't know if you know this. There's multiverse. Which, rolling my eyes. And then there's the reverse Avengers type deal. Where there's... Not rolling my eyes, because Masters of Evil, that's a thing. Yeah, where Elaine from Seinfeld is going around collecting baddies and being like, hey, you know, I've, I've got this thing I'm kind of working on. Maybe you want to come join my team? 
and we don't know what she's doing necessarily and I'm not even necessarily in favor of because I don't really like that plot so far well you haven't seen it though that's the thing like you have they're 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 dropping exactly. hints like it's like is is it the thunderbolts are they doing the shield thing like is shield even do they exist anymore I don't even know what like the new continuity is like with that yeah because it's not even necessarily full baddies it's more like just like gray people and so I'm kind of like, okay, like, I don't know what this is, but just her performance is a little weird. It's the only reason why I've kind of been like, oh, I don't know what this is. But so they have that dangling thread that they're building up as well. So who knows what that's going to be. But so they, got, they have a couple different things. I don't really think they're focusing too much on the scrolls at this point. Yeah, my my rant was, what does Marvel have? The it's it's their, If they're doing multiversity stuff, it's... Well, they can't do Crisis on Infinite Earths because that's DC. Like, what mm. the f*** were they going to do here? Like, Dormammu or something like that? I thought he was, like, air quotes, beaten in Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Are they going to do Illuminati where, like, um, you know, some... The Paragons of... Or the, the old Avengers now have... Each of, each of them have, like, an Infinity Stone. They're scattered on the winds. I don't know. Yeah, my question is, are they going to... Because, uh, again, you didn't watch Loki, but so much of the series was kind of like... had Like, being different isn't wrong. And so we should free ourselves from this rigid regime because we shouldn't be constricted to some, you know, societal norm. Because the whole thing is like, the holy timeline is the way things are meant to be. Anything different, that's wrong. And so they tied in this whole, like... LGBT kind of angle to it in a way metaphorically speaking and so it'd be very if it'd be very strange if the franchise took the turn like oh, we need no. to restore the holy timeline because right now things are like chaotic are they, so they are they going with the idea that multiversity itself is an LGBTQ plus um, metaphor I think because if that's the case well I just shot myself in the foot <laughs> undeniably in the Loki series that's that's a big point of it huh well I'm uh I'm a bigot no no I mean that's just the angle that they chose because they were like how can we because I mean again we have a million different Lokis that we see right so like how can we take this and make this interesting like if we have all these random Lokis running around what can we do to make this series make a statement and so they chose to kind of make it about that about you know and it's not necessarily about being, like, gay or, you know, trans or anything like that. It's more about being different and being rejected because you're different. Which is a lot about what that series is about. I mean, I... And about what... That's a lot of Loki's, like, dramatic... I think it's almost a Loki metaphor throughout all the movies, in a way. Yeah, being different. He's almost like the rejected son. Yeah, exactly. So it was a, it was a great kind of fitting continuation of his plot. That's fair. But... <laughs> I guess maybe I mean yeah everybody knows my dislike for multiversity but it literally has mul I keep saying multiversity it's like diversity it's in there as well I don't know I, I love Elseworlds I love what ifs I mean I, I prefer Elseworlds to what ifs because I've only read DC stuff I haven't really read Marvel what ifs but I actually do like Old Man Logan mm. um, I don't mind these these Elseworld ideas I, my big problem is when they start crossing over. That's 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 where I have like a, a big problem. 
Like, for pit's sakes, Kingdom Come is, and, and New Frontier are, like, my favorite DC stories, for crying out loud. And, like, those are in their own universe. Yeah, I gotta say this. People, everyone's so excited for the new Spider-Man. I'm worried as fuck that it's gonna be a clusterfuck. Yeah, a fluster cluck, indeed. I mean, Marvel, they, they have too much creative control to create a clusterfuck. So I know it's not gonna be bad, but it, it just might be weird. <laughs> which is the most that I think they could do. But it's fine being weird because in Doctor Strange, they're not going to have anything to do with, you know, a cult. Because that's not what Doctor Strange is about. <laughs> Modern day Doctor Strange is not about the occult. Modern day um, Punisher is not about uh, vigilanteism and or um, well, right wing politics. No, you're not right wing politics, but a guy going around and shooting people and it being okay. Well, again, I mean, again, you have not been... You haven't been watching what they've been doing in the MCU lately. But the MCU decided Scott Derrickson was the wrong choice. We're going to fucking go with the occult. <laughs> so. It's going to be sanitized as f I mean, in. I don't know if I want to spoil this, but they've already said we're not doing this whole bullshit stuff that we did in Doctor Strange anymore. We're doing full on witchcraft, and. Um, yeah, that's where we're going. I am. Holding them accountable seven years from now when I watch it finally. Um, <laughs> to that, like, if if not, like, guys, Marvel, and to you as well. I recently just watched, like, half of Evil Dead 1 and then e all of Evil Dead 2 the other night. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This it is was on TV. News. Yeah. This is absolutely breaking news. I yeah, it yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I was going to save it for roll. another time, but there we go. <laughs> Like, that first one, I want to watch again, like, fully, because, holy crap, like, Bruce Campbell's performance in that is, is downright, like, what is this? Like, this is actually a character. This is actually, like, a performance. And what about two? <laughs> two is, in, is, I see what everybody says, like, it's it's a remake, and yet, actually, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's just a complete film. That's what it is. It's 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 a remake. It's a, it's it's a remake and a sequel at the same time. Yes, I get it, but it's it's still a, its own thing because that first one still holds up as its own like its own thing. Yep. Uh, whereas two is basically, what if I took this concept, remade it, and then went more with it because I now have money. Yeah, and and more of a sense of humor because he, I think Sam Raimi realized like ah oh, you know we tried to go straight horror. I think it works great. I think that that first movie's actually got a lot of great horror moments. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it honestly does. For a small shack that size and how spacious it is. <laughs> yeah, did you get to the, the card scene? Um, She's like saying, Queen of Spades, Nine of Diamonds. Are we talking one or first two? One. Uh, I only got... I was only in it when... What is it? What happened? Um, they locked somebody in the basement... And then, um, somebody's, oh yeah, somebody, somebody got bit in the leg. I think it was his, either his girlfriend or his sister. And then. Oh, that, do you mean the pencil in the leg? Yeah, pencil in the leg. Thank you. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw it as like grody, but yeah. really good effect. Really, really good effect. Great. Oh, and the ending as well with like, you know, the creature coming out of whatever body that was. Like, mm -hmm. makes the thing look tame. Oh, I don't know about that. But no, that stuff is great. 
Yeah, I, the Evil Dead is fantastic. Really, is great. Also, that was a film that Evil Dead Two is made in like '87. Dude, it looks like it was made in like '81. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's so fat. Like for how like cheap it was, like it actually looked. It doesn't look late '80s to me. Yeah. No, and oh man, whenever when when he's gearing up and getting the 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 um. What is it? When he's getting the chainsaw ready for his arm and he <laughs> says groovy, that's absolutely, like, the best scene in the entire movie. No, that is golden. One day we're going to do a Bruce Campbell retrospective and I'll show you uh, one of my all-time favorites of his films, Bubba Hotep. You ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Where he plays an elderly, uh, potentially Elvis or someone who thinks he's Elvis in an old folks' home that gets invaded by an ancient mummy. A Western mummy, I should say, wears a cowboy hat. Oh my goodness. And it sounds like a terrible concept, but it's a great performance and a great movie, <laughs> shockingly. He plays this really sad, but also humorous, kind of laconic, like, oh, maybe I'm Elvis, maybe I'm not, but no matter what, like, I still think I'm Elvis, and I'm, I'm still king. am old. And it's brilliant. It genuinely is brilliant. And it's from the guy who directed Phantasm. Years, years later in his career. I get that reference back to uh, uh, Force Awakens. Uh, what about that first Star Wars movie is called it's Episode Seven? Fan F Force Awakens. Isn't that funny that we can't even remember? Just <laughs> <laughs> to show you how much I remember that movie. Anyway. Yeah, I was just just to, to end this. I was just editing our recent, uh, our most recent Bending the Elements episode, and you made the the traitor joke. We were like, is he a traitor? And I was like, is this a reference to something? I don't get it. And you're like, it's to Finn. And I'm like, Finn who? <laughs> <laughs> like, these movies are just gone. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> nice. I don't know if I said anything after that. I forgot. No, you explained. I was like, oh, oh, I've never gotten that. <laughs> so. Sometimes we just have to take a step back and realize, oh, that's uh, okay. I'll see myself out now. Yeah, just a cultural blip. Nobody cares about the sequels anymore. No, it's fine. It's it's fine. Um, it's only because I literally wrote it down in my like fan fiction of of episode eight uh, because I made it a big talking point about that. Oh, the traitor line. Yeah, hmm. just like unfortunately, this is now Finn's character of like him proving he's not a traitor to everybody. That's fair. I wish that was a plot would have been some plot rather than Ray where's Ray which is what he got yeah, it actually I gave maybe maybe basic but it gave that character agency beyond just I, I need to find Ray for what reason I need to find this girl that I'm maybe in love with <laughs> like my close friend what about Poe he was your first friend I don't know if you remember this in episode 9 but there was this plot that they completely dropped where he mentioned a couple times where he's like, Ray, like, there's something I need to tell you. Like, it's really important. And she'd be like, oh, save it for later. And then he would, like, look dejected, like, oh, fuck. And it's never, never answered. But I'm assuming it's that, oh, Ray, I love you. But they never, they just drop it. I guess J.J. Abrams forgot. <laughs> like, I only know that film because of, I'm, I'm only, I only know that from the commentary. And that's it. Yep, I don't know, <laughs> like, I know some scenes, but other than that, I'm like, that film's gone for me. Yeah, ten years later, you'll be curious and watch it, and then be like, "Oh, okay, that's what that was." No, thanks. No, thank you. 
That might be funnier then when we have a new friend. We've had two new trilogies by then, at least. The Keanu Reeves trilogy and the young Jedi thing that they're planning on doing. I don't know what that is. Keanu Reeves trilogy? What the hey? Yeah, you remember? I don't know if that's still happening, but Keanu Reeves was like... Or at least they were uh, in talks to do a trilogy with him for Star Wars. Okay. I don't know if any of these things are still on the table or... I mean, if they're only focusing on Disney Plus now, I've got no clue. But I guess there is that new Patty Jenkins movie, so that's something. That's something that's happening, but... Thanks for being at the bar with us, everybody. It's closing time. Closing time, indeed. Yeah, catch us next time when we discuss uh, religion. How about that? <laughs> well, there's several other things that I have to bring up in the next one, but... Uh, next next week, no, not next week. Next time we open, uh, it's BYOB. We're not serving our own drinks. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, we uh, yeah, we have to. We kind of forgot. I I misplaced our liquor license. Wait, what? Yeah. So uh, we can't uh, we can't serve alcohol, um, but we can allow it in this in this vicinity though. So I can still drink, right? Because that's basically all I come here to do. I mean, I just come here to drink and then chew people out at the end of the night. Well, you're partially the owner of this place, this establishment <laughs> as well, sir. So. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, who knows about work? I mean, I just come here for the booze, but... But you're supposed to, like, sir, you can't drink on the job. I've told you time and time again. Yeah, yeah I remember when I used to go to high school and I would drink in high school, too. So, I mean, I'm always drinking. That's a true story. <laughs> You and so many other of my former classmates as well. Yeah, I'd bring water bottles with, with vodka in it. There you go. You basically do the thing that uh, my friend once did on the ferry, where you would just, like, take a cup and put a, uh, put the lid on it, but it really had, like, a vodka um, martini under it. There you go. Sounds great. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> but good night, everybody. Or good morning. Or afternoon. Whatever. See you next time. Yeah, peace and love. I mean, I guess my only rant I have saved is, like, I want BC to be renamed and have our flag changed, but we still be called BC. Interesting. Like, get rid of the British and Colombian and get rid of the flag, the, the fact that we have, like, you know, the, the Union Jack on there and the sun. It's like, we're not, that that has nothing to do with us anymore. Let's get something new here. Yeah, when I was in the on the island, we were talking with Brandon's relatives about the whole renaming thing. 
and we were all agreeing that like we hope that we don't do it because ew, it's gonna be such a giant government headache it'll oh, be it two years at least it would it would so be this like the biggest headache ever yeah everyone would have to change all of their id i mean fuck <laughs> i mean it's the perfect time for everybody to change their id it's like especially for me because my freaking weight and height are incorrect on my on my driver's license Oh, mine have never been correct. <laughs> well, it's fine. Who gives a fuck about that part? <laughs> That's the only reason I'm doing it, because I just need to get my license corrected this time. I mean, it'd be perfect for some who transit, like, either fully transitioned or transitioned. Um, yeah, but that's such a small minority. I mean, the it's rest a small of minority. All... I know that, but still. I mean, I mean, passports, licenses, student IDs, even I'm sure. Uh, well, maybe not that, but addresses yeah. on everything. Yeah, the fact that now world maps have to. I mean, I don't know if it's that hard for like world maps <laughs> with atlases to change it, but like. Eh. Yeah, I you know, I guess. Something new. I guess people in those smaller Eastern European countries have to do it every couple of years. I mean, they unfortunately <laughs> do, and that's not as I don't know if, how much of a hassle it is for for them as opposed to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, since we're we're roughly the size of them when it comes to province <laughs> size. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It would be at least two years before everyone gets transitioned. I mean, they have yeah, to do it course. in pockets. If they did it all at once, it'd be it would just create such gridlock. It would just lock everything up for two years and, at least. And we can't do it right now as well because we are still in the middle of a pandemic and we have an election coming up. And uh, the opioid crisis. <laughs> who, yeah, and we're, our whole province is on fire. <laughs> I think it's swelled down now, but even still, we just had a heat dome because of climate change. Oh, I gotta it's tell great. you this. A friend of, we met a friend of ours on the island, Tegan. Yep. And she was saying that she was driving on uh they're like basically highway one since it's still highway one over there mm-hmm oh actually i think she said she was coming from the interior now i think about it okay and she was saying that it was like driving through an apocalypse yeah the, both sides of the roads are on fire yep they'd be driving past semi trucks on fire Fuck. and they were just like we just have to get out of this zone like holy crap are we gonna die out here like what the fuck <laughs> yeah it was just like bad. wow that's scary it was bad shit. yeah Oof. we don't we dodged a bolt last year i was so happy but this year it it just it was it was bad it was so bad this year it was the worst summer we've had in like years 2009 was the last time i remember this kind of heat I remember that I remember that heat from last like from 2009 but I don't remember that many fires or at least I don't remember hearing about that many fires back in the day yeah I remember hearing about the fires and I was out in mission yeah working at the campground basically all summer and it was just yeah smoke all the time I remember yeah I don't remember the smoke especially since I was at like this one lake called Skaha Lake which is kind of around Peachland that area kind of near where Soyuz is and I didn't I remember I saw thunderstorms, but I didn't see any, like, smoke. I think there was one day there where there was smoke, but there wasn't that much smoke. Yeah, it's not as bad as it's been. I mean, this year hasn't actually been that bad for smoke, surprisingly. Last year. I think well, the year before, too. If Goddamn. Okay, you're, you're referring to the fact that down here, not so much the rest, because the winds were went all east. 
and yeah, they were getting it as far as Ontario. Wow, that's so yeah. sad. And that's not just as bad as like you know we we thought we had it bad here. All the prairies had droughts. Yep, yep. I've been hearing about that. Like I tell you what, problem. I saw Global and they had a story going on where about like all these grasshoppers. Man, it was like the plagues. Like it was literally a plague. Yeah, locusts. I mean, locusts are. Oh, locusts, sorry. I, I talk at all. I talk all the time about how humanity is a plague on the earth. Fucking locusts are a plague on the earth. I mean, I I remember some. I, I remember listening to um, was it Exorcist Part Two, just because <laughs> I love that. Like you know, Eric's. I, I'm pro Eric on that, by the way. <laughs> pro his side of that, even though I've never seen Exorcist Two. But like, I just love the details you guys go into with with the locusts and how like. They start off as is it grasshoppers or crickets, and then they like metamorphosis into something else. Yeah, they're grasshoppers as long as their population is at a certain size, but once it reaches a population overload, they become a different species. They become locusts. That's so and fascinating. They turn into a swarm of destruction completely, and I think genuinely humanity and the world overall be better if we just exterminated all all grasshoppers because locusts are one of the most damaging populations on the planet they're they basically become a virus where they especially in africa where the swarms become unbelievably huge they just just completely just wreak havoc they move from like one country to the next just destruction it's really horrific if you see the the size of the swarms as dickish as I say this, this is probably dumb with me. This is really far-fetching, but we should keep, one, like, two or three alive, but we keep them, like... It's like the Infinity Gauntlet or the Finney Stones where we keep them, like, all separated in, like, different cold regions of the world in, zoo, in zoos or something like that, if that makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that makes sense. You can keep the populations controlled. Like, that's, that is absolutely, like, downright abusive and or... Um, uh, um, the the total amount of domination that's the absolute form of domination over that species where they have no free will but it's literally because they have like if if they get out of hand like if they overpopulate overpopulation leads to like destruction of the environment yep it does that is so fascinating yeah it's very I, I don't know if there's many other I mean humanity I mean if you get us in groups enough we can switch into that crazy mob mentality too. Yeah, but saw it earlier this year in uh, at the White House. Yeah, the riot there, or the riot back in uh, uh, that whole Canucks game was that 2011. Oh boy, yeah. I'm gonna for the for anybody in Boston, um, you deserve that cup more than we did, given what happened that year to you guys. Yeah, that riot was just humiliating to see and disgusting. You do, yeah, do you remember? Do you not remember what happened in Boston earlier that year? No, I don't. It was the Boston bombing. Oh, was it the same year? It was the same year. Like, uh, a month before uh, the riot. Damn. So, honestly, like, they deserve that cut more than we did. <laughs> and... Milan Lucic, like, he... Or was No, Gideon Malcolm, excuse me. Gideon Malcolm, um, who grew up in the east side downtown, like, disowned downtown just for that and I completely agree with him like that's you have every right to say that just because because he was on Boston at the time <laughs> like half the team of Boston was Canadian so like Canadians won the cup dude 
I know. It's so stupid. It's unbelievably stupid. We're just we're just idiots. Like we're so dumb over here. It's people. People and I mean they get into that mob mentality and it's like they lose track of who they even are as a oh, person. It's not even funny because it wasn't just um it wasn't just that cup, it was also the nineteen ninety four cup that they also had a riot. Yep. Yep. And of course the riot that happened in um that happened in the Canadians game earlier this year as well. Oh, I don't remember that one. No, you probably didn't, but it was another cup. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, people, I mean, the the whole mob mentality switch, I mean, that's a real phenomena that... And people talk about it like, oh, I don't I don't know what happened. I started just... Everyone was doing it around me, and I, like, went into this adrenaline mode. I started doing things I never imagined I could have done. That's called groupthink. Yeah, that's called... you. That's just your biology. I mean, we're all animals. That's the thing people need to not forget. <laughs> we're all animals. Yeah, we're not... Yeah, we're like a different form of animals, but like other animals have things that we don't. That, you know, make them, I guess, unique and special. It's just we're the most dominant one. Yeah, and I'm sure other... I mean, again, I, I whenever I think about mob mentality, I think of locusts, but... I'm sure other animals have that same thing. I, mean, I just don't know about it. Maybe ants do too. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Kill the bees. When I was in Victoria, I went to the bug zoo. Because Michaela, me and Brianna hung out with Michaela, and she was like, she was wearing this this shirt from the bug zoo, and she's like, if you guys are going to Victoria, fucking A, go to the bug zoo. It's great. Nice. So we're like, oh, okay, we'll go. And they had this whole ant section, and it was so cool seeing all the ants. I, mean, I know. Like, I love that. Oh, you've been They're there? They're so cool. No, I've not. I've not been there, but I just I, I at work I often see ants around, and sometimes I see them swarming other uh, hills <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, it's it's crazy to see. Yes, it is crazy. I mean, I, I'm sure you know that about my love of ants, but yeah, I, I, once once we saw them, I was like, okay, this is the area that we're hanging out in because I can't leave these ants alone. I just got to keep watching. You see the soldiers, and you'd see little uh, like the caregivers like carrying the brood around. And I'd be like, oh my god, look, it's brood. Like, come over and look over this. And they'd be like, oh, okay, uh, sure. We want to look at these uh, fucking mantises over here. So, <laughs> but I was going crazy. When I was a little kid, I always wanted to be an ant. <laughs> so how is Ant-Man not your favorite superhero? Um, I enjoy uh, Scott in the comics. And I enjoy him in the movie, too. I just think the movies are kind of flat. 